1: Welcome in, to each and every one of you, to the Eric Sancho Show Podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. That's pretty much been the way it has been for uh, almost four years, two months. Yikes. So glad you are here. Thank you for spending part of your day with me, washed up radio guy, making his way in the podcast space. This is our space. Okay. Uh, I don't remember in the last one minute if I've mentioned the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, but that's where this show originates. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Around this house, the big issue Currently, there's always one thing that's kind of like getting the most attention. It is uh, our beloved NFK is in some distress right now. If you don't know, my wife's uh, brother lives with us. He's got a couple things that uh, make him living here a bit of a challenge. Uh, you'll figure that out. I'm not going to give you the whole bit of the background. Just know that he's here, and there was a period of time when, uh, well, hygiene was uh, very low on the priorities. It still is, to some degree, but we've got enough momentum that. um. We no longer have to hold our noses when we, when we walk by him. There's no longer a pervasive stench of uh, wet ball smeg. And uh, we haven't had an incident where whole turds have been in pants. Not since the incident at the men's warehouse, which is, was instantly an all-time classic story. That story is one that from time to time must be retold. The infamous NFK feces men's warehouse incident with poor Gary over at the men's warehouse who no doubt has some type of PTSD after that shit. No, I'm not telling that one either. We move forward as much as we can. But as time has passed, we've progressed to some degree with um, basic uh, uh, hygiene. With a little bit of assistance, we've gotten to a better place. One of the things over the years uh, that didn't happen for the longest amount of time was uh, taking care of, of teeth. You know, with just a basic amount of effort. You can remain largely free of um, disease. uh, Rot. These are words that you don't want to hear when discussing one's mouth. Rot and disease. I haven't had to suffer with tooth pain ever, but I'm told. It's, uh, it's right up there with the all-time worst, back and tooth. By the way, I just got over a back injury when I was in California. I was uh, finishing up my recovery of a back injury that just hurt like hell. I think I'm done uh, doing squats, you know, way down the shoulder. That's when I always seem to hurt myself. I think I need to go full-on just uh, leg press from the seated position as opposed to the squats I tend to hurt myself when I'm doing squats. It's not like I do some incredible amount of weight either, but for some reason, there's always one spot on my back that, uh, from time to time there's an injury and I'm like, what the fuck? I can't even move. I couldn't even breathe for a period of time. It was awful. um, Kenny writes, hey, man, back injury. Let me tell you about my back injuries. Yeah, I know. You got to be careful, man. NW980 writes, as I get into the story, quote, "Wet, (laughs) wet ball smeg got me. Aram says, I forgot about the men's warehouse incident. That needs to be in a not the best of. And then adds, tooth is worse than anything. Hello, Tyler. Hello, Roger. Hello, Maureen. Kenny adds, (laughs) "Ow! hey, I've been barely able to walk for a week and a half now. Dude, I'm sorry. Hope you're taking some type of anti-inflammatory medicine regularly. You know, like get it in your system and then keep it in your system. That's what you got to do till that pain's gone. Then you got to drop five or ten. I I think that's gonna help you. Do some back uh, back exercises, some stretches after you heal. You know, strengthen that back. Give your body a break. All right. I digress. I can't I haven't even finished the story yet. So, um I uh for the longest time I was like um there was one moment in time when uh after we got out of the shower, I brushed his teeth for him. I go, Can you do this? What do you mean? Can you hold the toothbrush, put it in your mouth and move it back and forth on your teeth? Can you, can your hands do that? I think so. And I said, show me. He did it. It worked. I go, okay. I don't have to do this. You have the, uh, dexterity and the ability to do this. Okay. Okay. This is a 62-year-old man. I go, why aren't you? Now, you might think that it's the uh, the lobotomy talking, but it's not. I'm telling you, it's laziness. I go, why don't you? No good answer. He goes, I don't know. I go, okay. So every moment that you don't take care of your teeth, the – um. Things in your mouth that are undesirable are eating your teeth and destroying them. And before long, the rooster is going to come home to roost. Wait a minute. Is that what you say? Is it the hen comes to roost? Something comes. I don't know why I'm focusing on the chickens here. I go, and your teeth are going to be destroyed, and it's going to cause you a great amount of discomfort, and eventually you won't have any more teeth. That is that that's coming. And he ignored me. A little bit of time passes. He's in desperate pain months ago. I take him in, they pull the tooth right out. This is this is beyond help. And they go, and we see all sorts of issues that are also beyond help. Uh, so this is a long process to fix. That appeared to be all it, all he needed because he's been brushing his teeth now since then. He's been doing very well. I know for a fact he brushes his teeth now. But the damage is done. And uh, the other day, he's complaining about tooth pain. And, uh, you know. I take a look at the teeth and they look like the fucking, uh, uh, the last road out of Ukraine, the last bombed out road out of Ukraine. There's so many craters in those fucking things. Oh, well, your teeth are destroyed. Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna fix it. That's coming up tomorrow. That was like two weeks ago that we found that out. He goes, I'm fine. I'll just chew on the other side. I'll just chew on the other side. No big deal. I go, okay. Well, all of that, uh, the the other side of his mouth working double time, he's discovered he has one on that side too, and it's even worse. So now, and uh, I, I, I was so tempted. I was so tempted to say, dude, so this is what I was telling you. This is roosters, hens roosting in your mouth. Uh, and now you're experiencing, and he is in absolute agony. Um, can't, you know, cold, sensitive to cold, to hot, to pressure, everything. It's all happening at once. And uh, He goes, how many Tylenol can I take a day? I go, I, I don't know how many of you taken. He says, the maximum. I go, well, and that's about it. And that's at like noon. I go, okay. So. Uh, he had an appointment for tomorrow for the one side. So I, I go, I'll call, I'll get you in. I'll figure out what's up with the other side. So I explain to these people, I go, yeah, uh, and now, because in the same thing I just explained to you, I explained to them, I go, can you work on that side too? So that I think is the plan. Now, this is eventually going to happen where they're all, they're all coming out eventually, every one of them. And then he's going to have like false teeth. I'm like, what the fuck? And all you had to do was two minutes of effort out of one day. How many minutes are in one day? So if there's 60 in an hour times 24 of the one, right? That's it. 1,440 minutes in a day. You had to take two of those and dedicate it to your teeth Maureen says they should have given him a prescription for pain no disagree soak in it this is this is what you get this is a reminder let it burn into your brain that this is what happens when you don't take care of your body and then perhaps It'll, uh, you'll actually learn something. Tyler writes, when the dentist looks in the NFK's mouth instead of rot, he just sees dollar signs. Stevie says they don't give pain meds anymore unless your leg or arm is hanging by a thread. That's right. The opioid crisis. You know? Which is because uh, the world, especially America, is full of addicted shitheads who can't handle it when a doc gives them some medicine, they don't have the ability to, to turn it off. You know, some weak need fucking idiot gets his hands on some opioids for t- uh, tooth pain. And then he's like, Oh God, this is so great. I think I'll chop it up and snort it. Cause I'm a stupid asshole and it's pretty much ruined uh, those pharmaceuticals for the rest of us. Not that I could take it anyway. That was one of the worst moments in my life. Post-kidney operation. When they gave me uh, opioids, I don't know what the fuck it was. I had the surgery late in the week. I took two or three days worth of the Opioids. And then I woke up on Monday morning set to do the podcast from California and I was throwing up, having this horrible reaction. I thought I had COVID or something. You know, what's really bad because when I left the hospital, uh, Dr. Grish says, now listen to me, you got to do this, avoid coughing, try to stifle your sneezes. Take it easy, Eric. I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course. He goes, you know, you could cause some damage if you put your abdomen through too much, uh, you know, stress like that. I've just stapled and glued your belly back together to pull that kidney out of you. Everything's fucking jacked in there. Take it easy. No problem. A few days later, I'm in front of the toilet Oh, and like grunting down, throwing up, try. You ever try to, uh, the, the moment where you have to puke, but you're trying to prevent the puke from happening. Oh my God. And then I'm, I'm waiting to like, um, uh, feel something horrible and look. And, uh, and, and then my entire intestinal system is laying on the bathroom floor. Jesus. Sam the Jew says, we went to the ER a few weeks back because Leia thought she had kidney stones, which she didn't, but the doctor kept offering her morphine. Oh, my God. You should have taken that. All right. So he is in pain right now, the NFK. Good. in having tooth rot, good. It'll teach you a lesson. So you'll take care of your teeth. Uh, Yesterday, I got done with this show. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, With the trips to the bathroom that I had to make. And of course, the show started late yesterday because of morning radio. About the last 20, 25 minutes of that show, I got that done on instinct. I was, oh, man scraping the bottom of the barrel. And then I had to uh, post all the content and do the Patreon. I did pull it together for the Patreon to some degree after taking a break, but it was after that, that an unbelievable overwhelming bit of exhaustion consumed me. So just to recap on Monday morning, I had to get up at 4am to go do the wood radio show, um, do sports on, on wood radio. It was great. I loved it. I had a great time. Uh more on that in a second. But, you know, getting home, and then I started this podcast a little bit after 10, which is a couple hours late. No big deal. Okay, got it done. I was feeling a little tired. Did that Patreon podcast. And then um I got I heard I was supposed to go over to Bosco's at 3 p.m. So I was it was literally I was gonna take a short nap, like 30 minutes, and then get up and go to Bosco's. But, um, there was an issue at Bosco's where Doug could not find any, um, server help still understaffed. So he had to close the restaurant down. So he says, forget it. Don't come in. And I'm like, you know, this is going to work out now. I, I can rest and not have to worry about having to get up because the concern was I would get up and just be like a zombie. And it's a damn good thing that happened because, I was such a zombie at the end of what I'm about to tell you that if I had to go to Bosco's, I probably would have, instead of putting a hamburger on the, uh, on the grill, I would have put my hand and just cooked it and not even known. Holy cow, this was bad. Or I would have hurt myself in some way. When you're so not used to getting up that early, first of all, getting up that early is insanity. I cannot believe that I did that for that long. And um, I'm pretty sure I lowered my life expectancy by a great deal in doing that for that long. And when you just go right into it like I did, I'm reasonably confident that if if yesterday wasn't a one-off and it was actually my new lot in life where I was back to doing morning radio, it would take months before I started to feel normal. And even that would be questionable. I'm just not built for it. It's such a disaster. My God, I lay down at night now at like 8.30 and then uh, read shit till about 10 and then uh, fall asleep and then wake up at 6.20, 6.30. That's a lot of sleep. Most people don't get that much. Some people are like, my God, if I got eight hours every day, I'd be, you know, it'd be fantastic. I, I get that. I get that amount of sleep. You suddenly throw me into the five, five and a half hour range. There's going to be some ramifications from that. I'm just telling you. I lay down. And I had... Some of the worst lucid dreams I've ever had. And when I, I I shouldn't say worst because I actually like the lucid dream. In this one, I, I was, um, I think I had hurt someone. Okay. I think I had actually killed someone in my dream. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I, I remember being like, oh man, I just killed that guy. And then the cops were sniffing around. And in the dream, they took my um, fingerprints. And they determined that there, that they, it was a match to the crime scene. So I was going to go to jail. But in the dream, I, I swear to you, I just said, well, the governor in this dream is going to pardon me. That it makes no sense, but whatever. And so that's what happened in the dream. And then there was a real gay moment in the dream. I don't know about you guys, but this happens to me from time to time. And it may happen to you, but uh, you probably wouldn't want to talk about it. But you know me, I will. In the dream, again, I'm convinced that there is a high degree of gay in me. Now, I have never slept with a man, nor have I touched anyone's ding-dong other than my own. And the only person who did touch my ding-dong, not kidding was that counselor at Camp Ozenham back uh in the early eighties. Some of you are like, wait, what? You were molested? Yes, I was. Uh so that's it, you know? And that wasn't even like uh he was only grooming me at the time. He got he we didn't get past the grooming stage. The my tenure, okay, his opportunity window closed because the two week camping excursion at the camp ended and I left, but I think had we, there been another week, I think uh, that guy would have had some uh, child ding dong in his mouth. It's horrible to even think about, but that actually happened to me. People are like, well, I did not know that. Um, Ryan says, no, 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 that doesn't happen to me. I'm convinced you're bisexual. Yeah, I, I might be. I don't know. I mean, whatever. Uh, people nowadays are, are still use that as like, oh my God, look at you. You're kind of gay. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Amy says, oh my God, that's actually terrible. Eric, I'm so sorry. Well, at the time. Uh, going back to the camp days. I didn't think anything of it. And it wasn't until like, um, it actually, it happened where I, uh, I, I divulged that on the radio and I described it in that type of cavalier way. <laughs> Greg and Chris go, what, what happened to you? And I go, well, yeah, blah, 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 blah. The guy touched my penis. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, when I was going to the bathroom, he shook it off for me and put it back in my pants. And, uh, and I said, "Wait, was I molested?" And they go, "Well, yeah, you were molested, you asshole." All right, let me give, let me fill in the blanks. At the camp, for some reason, they call the bathroom the Murphy. The camp still exists to this day. Blue State Robbie says, "I still remember this moment on the radio." I'm 10. Uh, Stevie says, I remember you telling the story on GRD. They were really surprised that you didn't realize it. And uh, the counselors go, all right, for those of you that are bedwetters, you make sure you get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. All you have to do is tie a sock on the end of your bunk. And we'll get you up. You go to the bathroom. Now, I'm not a bedwetter, so I didn't tie a sock. That's why I was surprised when counselor Chris, I remember his name. I've looked him up. I can't find the fucker. Uh, is waking me up. I'm like, oh, hey, what's going on? He goes, come on, let's go to the bathroom. Uh, I don't have to go. I'm not a bedwetter. Stevie says he tied eight socks on his bed. Nowadays, I should tie a sock on my bed. Next thing I know, I'm standing in front of the urinal. It's difficult to tell the story when I'm getting NW980 writing, wait, tie a sock? Isn't that code for, quote, don't come in? I'm getting it on to my roommates? No. No. So I'm standing there. I maybe go, I, I maybe went pee. I maybe didn't. I think I was just standing there to get him off my back. Then he comes standing behind me, reaches around me, actually touches my little pecker, shakes it, and says, there, there, now you're done, and puts it back in my pants. And I'm like, that was kind of weird. Touching my dick. He was uh, extremely friendly with me at the camp. It's like we were. He was like my pal. I remember um, leaving the camp in the bus, looking at him, and he was. I remember him crying, and so was I. So he had groomed me expertly. I loved him. So now I, I didn't tell this part on the radio, but yeah, I was crying. So I think if we had another week together. He probably could have put it to me, but good. But we ran out of time. NW980 says, you call that friendly? He gave you a reach around. I think I'm a little bit... <laughs> I think I'm still in denial a little bit. Who cut the cheese says, one more week and your butthole was his. Probably. Probably. Well. Well. Uh, I told my brother, my older brother, who was also at the camp with me, he was like, uh, probably 14 then. And, uh, he told mom and, uh, the, the, the camp is run through the, uh, uh, Catholic church. Great. So, um, St. Vincent de Paul society is what it is. And our, our priest, the late father, John, uh, d- my mom said, we got to have a meeting. It was my mom my, and me and father, John. And I told him, and that was the last I ever heard of it. So they probably, I wouldn't surprise me if they then, uh, approached that guy and they said, give it up high five yes good for you keep it up keep it up in fact let's move you to a parish there's a great diocese Boston where you need to be the kids there love priest dick we're making we're turning you into a priest it's time for you to move up you are a superstar <laughs> Come on, it's a fucking joke. I'm kidding for fuck's sake. Kind of. I mean, if you think about it, it kind of all adds up, doesn't it? Chris says, and that man became Pope. Oh my God. And his name was Pope Benedict. Oh my God. Shit, fuck. Oh no. Anyway, this all comes up. Because I was describing to you my gay dream last night. Um, Yeah. So then I woke up and I went, Jesus, I I was absolutely turned on with that gay dream. That's, that's, I mean, what the hell is going on here? And I was just paralyzed. I'm laying there and I'm like, I was so exhausted. Um, And I, I don't have these types of dreams, lucid dreams, where they could go sexual. They might not like this one was not sexual to start. And then I was on the business end of some guy's ding dong in the back half of the dream. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I can't, you know, I'm not in charge of these things to that level of degree. I mean, I can, I can change the narrative to some degree, but for some reason I chose dude, unbelievable. So, uh, 100% sure that there is uh, a, a portion of Eric's soul that is into dudes. Everybody listening or watching agrees with that. That is not a uh, secret. So uh, I wake up, and waking up from this took forever. I was like, I couldn't move. Uh, I finally get wake up. I text Diane. I go, Yeah, I hey. I'm not interested in you anymore. I just had a dream that I was with some dude and his ding dong. What? What are you talking about? I go, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm apparently into dudes now during during my dreams. And that's just kind of where I left it. And that's where I'm leaving this because it took me hours to actually feel fully awake after that. Uh, reached out to my boss Dave at the radio station. Dave's the one who did not inform me that I had to be on the radio on Monday. And uh, you know, a- after I left there, you know, I want to make sure that I uh, did well. You know, I-, I said to Steve Kelly over there on Wood radio, yeah, I just I, you know, I still like being on the radio very much so uh perhaps one day um something i mean i wanna have i'm always looking two steps down the road, you know right now this is what I do as my primary uh thing to you know keep the roof over my head, but you never know what what- what could happen so i you know I'd like to be able to do this to show that I can you know i mean uh sure. I might be telling people to fuck off all day on my podcast. But if I can um, win confidence in the, this building that, hey, I can I can do this too. This is no problem. This is con- comparing the podcast. If you can do the podcast, it makes everything else easier. A breeze, in fact. So I reach out to Dave. I go, hey, buddy. Uh, thanks for asking. Wait, what was the exact words I said? Cause it was kind of funny. Um, Hey Dave, I really enjoyed filling in. That was fun. I hope it sounded okay. No, all I have to do really is two times an hour for two minutes. Read sports stories that I wrote, but Hey, Eric Zane with your 96.1 The Game Sports Update. Michigan and a nail-biter at Wisconsin, or against Wisconsin. This one came down to the wire. You play a sound clip, and they win. All right, and then you move on to the next story. It's simple. Dave writes, you did well. Steve and Lauren both had great great things to say. I'm like, okay, awesome. I said, okay, that's great. And I said to him, you'd tell me if it sounded like dog shit, wouldn't you? Then he says, I only got one listener complaint. And I also got one quote. He was great email. Now I don't give a shit about the, he was great email. I only care about the complaint. And he said, that's good. For wood radio they hate everything and I'm like well what the fuck would you complain about I think I read what I wrote down decently that's the easiest thing in the world to do my job on there at 20 after you read your new your sportscast then from 20 to 50, you provide this type of support. Uh-huh. Ha-ha. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good one. You know, that's it. I'm a, uh accompaniment to the main people on the show. Support role. Nothing more. So I don't know what the fuck anybody could have a problem with. I wrote, ha. ha, Was it a complaint based on my past or something I did today? He says, more than likely your past. Now, let's be honest here. My past is what? I don't know. I don't I honestly don't know what the only people that would ever hate me are former Zaniacs and or MAGA. And even though, and even those people should understand that they may hate me, but they will never ever be bored ever if I'm speaking. That's what I pride myself on. There is zero chance that what I'm saying is going to bore you. It's impossible. So I'm like, you know. It, Listen, if there were anything that I could listen to right now that would be engaging, but I'd hate the person doing it, I don't care as long as I'm not bored. It doesn't matter to me. Dave says it was more than likely your past. They didn't say anything specific. And I wrote, yeah, that happens. It doesn't help that when I'm podcasting, I'm usually usually telling everybody to fuck off. Dave, this is why I love iHeart. I have found my home. They do not give a shit that I sit here and tell people to fuck off. Dave says, LOL, I'm not a podcast guy. Whatever. But I love when you tell people to fuck off. Yes. Uh. I said it's been years since I've had to wake up that early. Waking up at 4 a.m. is no joke. My God, that took a toll on me later in the day. I didn't have the heart to tell him that I was dreaming about dick. Dave writes, "LOL, uh, LOL." That's why I get people. That's why I get people like you to do it. I don't want to do it myself. Yeah, I'm a glutton for that. So that's it. I want to know what that fucker said on that complaint. I got to get up the nerve to ask Dave to forward me that. But that's how I did. That's, I guess, acceptable. That's good. If you can only get one hate email from reading a sports cast. What a dick. NW980 says, dear iHeart, I heard a man on your airwaves this morning that has admitted to murdering a hamster and having impure thoughts about other men please remove him immediately uh Nate Bull says hey i'm maga scum but i still love you and your shitty takes and i and i love that about you i i want those type of maga losers populating the show okay you are absolutely awesome if you can take uh, and push your political shit aside and know that I think you're stupid, uh, for having your, those views and still here you are. That's awesome. That's like my man, Matt Hubbard, the guy who runs uh, oath keepers, bark and stone where uh, you can use a January sixth coupon and get uh, two for one. Thank you. Sam the Jew says you and Bert Kreischer could have a dick special podcast. Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. Does Bert have dick dreams too? I think everyone does. I think everyone is a little gay. But not everyone is willing to admit that. Sam says Bert talks about how well he could suck a dick well that is that is outrageous well I've said that many times I would be the best dick sucker ever Corey writes I hate Eric Zane he yelled at me for hanging out at his house uh Kenny says not everyone Eric no thank you no you see you're the one that does it the most he doth protest too much is that right he doth he doth Doth. he doth protest too much great suggestion from amanda she says with all this radio talk are we going to go around the radio dial this morning that's a wonderful idea miss wonderful idea
0: 2015 album called Over and Even. Oh man. Joan Chili, only on 88.1 FM, WYCE.
1: This guy got his jaw wired shut. Do you hear that? You hear that pause? That's what you do on stations like YCE. You gotta, uh, here you go
2: on YCE. Oh, it just sings beautiful. To the water back with the gardens and I love her voice.
1: Gotta find out who this is. A little Shazam action.
2: With two hands of ash and gold chase down my fever and wash me with soap when half of us were losing and half of us were wrong well, the rose uh, this would
1: be Joan Shelley. Joan, J O A N, Shelley, S H E L L E Y. No more shelter. I, what, a, what a sweet, soft voice she has.
2: Miles but strong. Now. I heard
0: some of those. those- Story tendrils that we're not going to leave them hanging. We're going to tie those up. We we have a very specific vision for how, how the final frame will be, but you're going to have to wait until season seven yeah. to see what that is. But but to answer your question, no.
1: Nick it's says I'm sending you a digital radio day. with a seek button. No, yeah, no, I love the, the, static. the static. He says the static hurts his brain. No, too true. bad. Yeah, out uh, of and keep your stu- don't send me shit. I'm with Tyler Thompson, who is one of the three. Yeah, no gifts. I don't I don't accept
2: gifts. Oh, this is some Jesus rock.
1: I'm gonna praise within me is the great I am Yeah. Luke Combs on B93, helping us roll through 20 in a row, commercial-free, three weeks from this Friday, by the way. New Luke Combs album on the oh. way. Watch 24. 20 in a row, commercial-free, right now, while you work on B93.
0: Home is where my right. heart
2: is still. But now you're off my mind. <laughs> this
0: is... Uh, I think you this is Kesha. You my heart pounds, yeah, you got me with my hands
2: up. College basketball uh, portion of the segment, right, is when you Lords. look at the net
1: breakings, and we were going to do a deep down. Oh,
2: fuck yes. Put out, I'll keep it all in hey. place, work your way, right into my place. The camp counselor
1: singing this to you in the bathroom. Oh. Show me, show me, you got get a boy. Show me, show me, say
2: I'm a winner, but
1: maybe
2: you
1: just don't know. Show, show, show. Leave my penis alone.
2: Show, show.
1: What a stroke. stupid song. EJ says, uh, get to the spoon station. Damn it. Don't feel good about that, do you? Oh, no, I feel great about it. Why would you think anything else?
2: (laughs) Joel, welcome back. Let's score this game. Where is the leaning tower of Pisa? You both said Italy. Of course it is. One to one. What do you call a shape with six sides? Mm-hmm. Hexagon? Owing said a hexagon. Joel said a hexagon. Both correct. Tied at two. Where's the capital of India? Hot said New Delhi. Joel said Mumbai. I think it's Mumbai. The answer is New Delhi. Ah. Three to two Hot Wings. Oh God. Who painted the painting known as The Starry Night? Vincent Van Gogh. You both said Van Gogh. Both correct. Four to three Hot Wings. Vocal group performs at the wedding in the movie The Bridesmaids. do Wings said, The Dan Band. Joel said, double pass. Hot Wings wins four to three. Oh, he did
1: it. He won. I don't know. I mean, who was it? Can't get anything in. level of the atmosphere, as if to communicate, there's no longer a... Pr- Religious. Oh, oh my God. This is this everybody wants to rule
2: the world? 80 seminars. And this and is uh, wood. I know. So I just counted them one day, and now I can't stop saying <laughs> over 80 seminars. That is not the point, but it, it, there's so...
1: That's it. Gone nearly half the show and not kicked out the audience on Facebook and Twitter. So I'm going to do that now. It's ridiculous because, you know, I do this show every day. And it's supposed to be 15 minutes and then talk about some sponsors. I haven't talked about one. So that means I got to make up for it. We're going to be sponsor heavy on the back half of this show. That's the way it goes. Six of one, half dozen of the other. Uh, okay. If you are getting the show on Facebook and Twitch, thank you. And YouTube. Uh, thank you very much. If you want to see the rest of it, uh, I said Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Thank you for watching it there. If you want to see the rest of it, it, you have to do it on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Facebook and Twitch. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. And Blue Frost IT brought to you. I'm sorry. I'm having a terrible time. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Very good. The open, uh, brought to you by my Patreon sign up on Patreon to get more podcasting each and every day. More for you. P A T R E O N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The idea when I started, this was do the free podcast, drive audience to the Patreon. If they want to, uh, help me grow the show. It's that simple. Five or ten bucks a month, you get more content. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you. Uh, Show accountant is tag accounting. Tagcpa.net. Reach out to tag accounting at 616-301-9516 to get your taxes done still time to do this we've got one full month of the uh, full court press with tag accounting to get more audience members as uh clients slash customers of tag accounting it's going to cost you about 100 bucks maybe a little bit north of to get your return done by tag anywhere in the u.s support the show by supporting the sponsors for TAG accounting. When you call, you're making an appointment. You don't have to be there for it. All of it is done via uh, transfer online, transfer your documents, send them his way. It's just call and they'll explain everything to you. It's a fantastically efficient way of doing your taxes. Uh, gone are having your uh uh you know your cousin's neighbor's best friend do it who uh is good at taxes fuck that shit you're not getting nearly the money back that you should 616-301-9516 love A&E heating and cooling now there's 1 million people that you can call on in west michigan to get uh your furnace repaired or uh some scheduled maintenance or an after-hour service call, or a new furnace, or an air conditioner. I want you to go ahead and call a couple of those schleps and uh, get an estimate on whatever it is you need done, especially if it's a big job, you know? And they're going to march in with, like, four sales guys and go high pressure on your ass, say, oh, yeah, thanks, I appreciate it. No, I'm just here to get the uh, estimate, thank you. Kick them out of your house. Have Joe show up third. He's going to beat their price. If he doesn't, tell him he's a loser and he is, because I said so, 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh, my gosh. Smart Lock, 2K cam, and doorbell 3-in-1 triple security. You got everything in one device. All right, rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's gonna work okay and that app, and oh my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes, they walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go powered for a long long time no monthly fee on this unlike other brands that do that they just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee i love the eufy video lock get to dot com slash video lock e-u-f-y slash video lock All right, guess what? Your old pal, Eric Zane, needs to go tinkle. As NW980 says, I don't get it. He says, I'll do a sponsor read for you, Eric Zane. If you need to hunt down a molesting counselor, TC Paintball's got you covered. What are you saying there? i don't get the joke what does tc paintball have to do with it i don't think anyone at tc paintball is is a molester that's a horrible thing to say i'm disappointed I, that i read it if you have to explain the joke it's it's shitty All right, where am I going here? Uh, tomorrow on the show, typically we do Dear Meadhead at 9 a.m. But I think we're going to do it a little earlier or a little later. Probably a little later because my dad sometimes sleeps in. So the regular time of 9 a.m., probably more like 9.20 or 9.30. Because um, I have another guest who... Uh, I'm going to have on at nine. And you've never heard of them. But I'll give you a little bit of the background right now. Uh, about eight months ago, a stranger reached out to me by the name of Tyler Glenn. He had heard about what I'd done post-radio doing a podcast like this one. And this guy was uh, down in the dumps. He had gotten fired unceremoniously from a radio station in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Out. Very popular in that area. Another story of a radio guy outside looking in, Uh, not like my scenario where I, you know, nobody likes me and I got fired, but More of just radio, uh, you know, being radio. People get fired all the time in radio, and they've done, and people love them. Like, Tyler was very well-respected and loved. And, hey, we can't pay you anymore. You're fired. So this guy had no prospects. And then he heard through the grapevine what I've done making this show. And uh, he introduces himself to me. He says, so can I pick your brain? Because I think I might like to do something like this, but I don't know the first thing about this. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. So uh, we started a dialogue. <clears throat> and um, he also, believe it or not, he was concerned about if he like uh, even posted like um, himself on Facebook saying, I'm coming back. Because, uh, he was afraid that, uh, as he was sitting out a non-compete, they might like challenge that. Cause I guess they gave him some money to, uh, stay quiet or something. I don't know. Point is he couldn't actually do anything until like, uh, tomorrow, March one. So in that time, we've had several discussions about him, what he needs to do to, uh, establish himself to be able to do this type of content internet-based um show and i don't know if it's uh i'm not sure exactly how he's going to do it if it's going to be monologue style or have guests joining him and things like that maybe maybe not i'm not even sure but the fact of the matter is he launches his show tomorrow and so he did a press release a few weeks ago and uh, people all in that area were like, Oh my God, Tyler's coming back. It's a big deal to these people. So his launch of his show, and I pretty sure he's doing it on Twitch. Uh, and similarly, it's, uh, you know, put it out on social media and Twitch and then take the audio. It's very, very similar to what I'm doing because I basically just told him what I did. And so he's kind of like mimicking that. And, uh, tomorrow he kicks off his show and he, uh, He's very, very energized because he thought he was dead in the water, wouldn't be able to do anything ever again. So uh, I've, I've been supportive of it. And we've kind of become pals. So tomorrow uh, I'm going to introduce you to him because he's going to be live on a show from Winnipeg, and I'm going to be doing mine, and then we'll be on each other's shows tomorrow. So you'll you'll love this guy. I mean, he is one of the sweetest people ever. I don't think on Tyler's show – He's going to be talking about dreams where he's got a dick in his mouth. I really think that that's a very rare thing. Um, so, but I I know he's very likable. And uh, it, at the very least, you'll just enjoy the conversation with him and I. But uh, we, I, we agreed to do it at 9 a.m. So I'm like, you know, this is a big deal. You're kicking meathead off to a later time. But uh, my dad understands. So that's kind of like just the uh, background so that I didn't want to just be like, uh, have to explain all this shit to you tomorrow. And then, oh, by the way, here he is. So I wanted to give myself, uh, give you some opportunity to get some uh, background on the guy. Tyler Glenn is his name. T-Y-L-E-R-G-L-E-N. He's launched his show and it will kick off tomorrow and we will be part of that. Ryan says, "No dicks, no show." Kenny says, "Every time you say Tyler, I think of Tyler Doan." I don't know what it is with Doan. He's got a very serious look to his face. Uh, well, what? Well, yes, yes, young man.
0: The Motor City Man, man.
1: Did you just call him Motor City Man, man? <laughs> don't. I, I, did you take some some uh, some some uh, roof lawn before you? I, 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 I don't know what it is about you. Is some degree of slurring going on, perhaps some pie-eyed look.
0: The Motor City Man, man,
1: I found after the fact that Doan was ingesting some types of chemical to some degree. I think that was a regular thing in his playbook. NW nine eighty says non competes are being struck down more and more depending on the industry. Most courts are finding the clause independent of appropriate monetary settlement to be a violation of labor law. Yeah, I hear about that too all the time. But he didn't have the uh wherewithal, the time, the energy to fight it. And they paid him. So he's like, ah, fuck it. But seriously, if you get a non compete in radio. Doing an internet broadcast is ridiculous to think that a radio station would keep you from that. But I think, I think they are trying. I think my pal Johnny Burke had that happen to him in Flint. They tried to keep the radio station, tried to keep him off of the internet. Fuck you. You Fucking asshole. Ah, yes. Kenny writes, (laughs) <laughs> either asleep or stone or in between both. That was Doan. I can't tell you how many times that fucker fell asleep. So we'd be in the room doing the, uh, did the studio, doing the show. And through the glass, I see him with his head up asleep. My God. It's like, what are you doing? Tyler? All right. Got a story. It is uh, transsexual related. Transgender related, I should say. State of Arkansas. There were some hearings going on. uh, Because the state says that a person who is not an adult should not take medicine or go through the process of a hormone replacement or um, start going down the path of changing one's gender. Now, I can't say that I would support if a person wanted to change their gender and they're under 18. Over 18, people do what they want. But if a person is 11 years old and says, yeah, hey, I want to start becoming a boy, I can't, I'm not in that, I'm not there yet where I could support that. And the reason why I say that is because it's such a, um, well, I'm not basing this on any fact, but it would concern me Because what if the person changes their mind? You know, a lot of times people, young people make decisions. uh, and You know, when they're under 18, their brains are a little soft. Basically, that's it. Of course, anything over 18, I would absolutely support. And you know what, frankly, I might even change my mind on this, depending on what I learn as time passes. But right now, I would be against... Um, people wanting to change their gender under 18. So they're having hearings about this. And there is a uh, doctor named Gwendolyn Herzig, who used to be a dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, it used to be a dude and is now a transgender female. So in this questioning at this hearing, this physician who, you know, looks, I mean, this as far as, uh, sometimes you'll see a transgender person and things look a little wonky. You're like, Oh God, I don't know, man. I don't think you're there yet. This lady is. She's like, well, yeah, it's because I started early. Um Dr. Gwendolyn, what's her face? Is speaking here. Gwendolyn Herzig. And uh there is a a um, Re- Republican Arkansas State Senator Matt McKee is one of the people on the Senate Judiciary Committee. So while they're discussing this bill, um, the Republicans want to pass Senate Bill 199 to create malpractice law for life saving care. So they're like, no, you shouldn't be able. The heated exchange came during a hearing on a bill introduced in the Arkansas State Senate this month that would prohibit physicians from performing transgender surgeries or prescribing puberty blockers and cross sex hormones to minors. Now, as much as I support Uh, transgender and gay rights i i don't support this that if you're under 18 doing these things that i just said the proposed legislation would also allow people who have received such medical care to sue medical malpractitioners for up to 30 years after 18 after turning 18 Uh, people who are for transgender rights say, no, 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 they, they should be allowed to do it. So this Gwendolyn Herzig is speaking on behalf of the opposition, but this uh, Arkansas state Senator Matt McKee, listen to what he said to this chick who this is a chick. Okay. I don't care what you say. If you change your gender from male to female, you are now a woman. And I didn't always feel this way, but I feel that way now. Sam writes, just remember in a world of equal rights, all people, all people, and I must emphasize all people. And then you wrote are secreted equally. I think you might've fat fingered that. Anyway, listen to the question that this senator asked Gwendolyn Herzig at this uh, at this hearing. It's ridiculous.
2: You said that you're a trans woman. A trans female, yes, ma'am, sir. Do you have a penis? <laughs>
1: <laughs> look at that look she gives him. Do you have a penis? And the reaction, holy shit. You said that you're a trans woman.
0: I trans female, yes, ma'am, sir.
1: Do you have a penis? Look at that look. <laughs> Do you have a penis? You know, I think the question should stand. Don't overreact. Just say, uh, yes, but it's quite wonky. Or, uh, yeah, but it's, it's, it's tucked in a certain spot. I love that look. I think she's kind of hot.
2: That's horrible.
1: <laughs> That's a great reaction too. I love every bit of this.
2: Yeah. You're, the one, you're the one that brought that into the discussion. The one that I never that said anything about genitalia. Oh, yeah, yeah, everything be, to do okay. I don't
1: know Audio. what my rights are Audio. right now. I'm, are a other, are me oh, I'm a healthcare professional. A doctor. Please treat me as such. Oh, did you hear that? I'm a healthcare professional, a doctor. Please treat me as such.
2: Next they- question, please. Senator McKee, that you asked my friend if she had a penis. <laughs> and I would just like to tell you that even if you have a penis, it doesn't mean that you have honor.
1: Okay, th- this might have been a dude at one point. I'm suspecting some degree of dudism there.
2: Or that you're a man oh i talked to a 10 year old girl back in the fall and you know
1: where
0: she got her idea to have one of these surgeries off of tiktok so because the chinese were showing this little girl on tiktok who said this has changed my life
2: and focus on the implications
0: that's good
2: the mental health of trans and non-binary youth one part of this bill stipulates that a trans minor must have no other mental health concerns. This alone would make nearly all trans youth ineligible for any gender-related care.
1: Well, that's true, because all kids are screwed
0: up.
2: Two of these individuals.
1: Okay, now this one, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't have jumped in front of the camera if I was this person. Have
2: made unsuccessful attempts.
1: This, this person looks like uh, uh, at one point was one of the bushwhackers in the WWE.
2: At their own suicide. Just wearing glasses. Over the course of this past month. Each one of these...
1: And you might want to get bigger glasses. Those those arms on those glasses are not supposed to be uh, uh, stretched out to the point of breaking.
2: It's pressed to me that this conversation being had... Where'd you get those glasses
1: from Mr. Potato Head's packaging?
2: By our legislature and these laws that are trying to be passed by you guys is directly affecting their mental health and their concerns that the state that they were born in, born and raised in, that they must consider having to run away with their family and seek to find other places that can help them live their life. I haven't
1: understood a word this person's saying because I'm just so thrown off by the look.
2: As themselves.
0: through Gender-affirming care that these teenagers receive... Or that they have been able to receive in the past. Beyond that it just lets them know. That they are loved and affirmed for who they are. With this bill. It won't affect 99% of Arkansans or more. 99.9. But the people who it does affect. The message they receive from this. Is that the state they live
1: in. Hate them. Oh I don't know about that. That's the message they receive from this. I don't see any harm. In making a person wait to. 18 before they uh, I mean as much as I know I mean I'm no expert but maybe it does maybe uh, maybe this is something that needs to be looked at you know so if the kids five and says hey I want to be a girl you know you immediately uh, start to go down that road I mean I'll I'll ask anybody in this audience right now who has a little one or a a child or son or daughter who is under 18. And they say to you, I think I want to be a woman or I think I want to be a dude. How would you respond to that? You know? Uh, Ryan says they can do whatever they want when they're legally an adult. Yeah, they could go ahead. And, you know, it takes time to establish that look. Like Dr. Herzig there, Gwendolyn Herzig. You know, uh, you know, you got to accessorize. You got to come up with your wardrobe. All these things take time. Your look, how you want to be. And then as soon as you hit 18, then you can step on the gas. You know, do what you need to do. By the way, I have never once seen, I am in dire need, I think, to see what it looks like when, where there was a big, thick, meaty, veiny ding dong and how it looks post op when all of the work is done. I think someone should go out of their way to post that picture because I need to see that. I need to know what that looks like. I know that sounds strange, but I'm unbelievably curious about that. Sam says, if the child is a boy, I'd get him testosterone. If it's a girl, I'd get her estrogen. So you're trying to put out the fire. Is that what you're doing there? I'm not sure. The clip of do you have a penis would be a great drop, says Tyler. I agree. Miss Nikki says someone on Twitter started pills at 13, double mastectomy at 15. And now at 18 realizes she wants to be a girl now. And she's had all this stuff done to her to become a boy. Now she is detransing and talking about it. Yeah. And I imagine that, that, that would happen. And that's kind of like the, the problem here, you know? Oh my God. I tell you what, this seems very complex to me. Uh, Blue State Rob says, Howard Stern had a trans woman on show her new vag. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm i down. I'd love to see that. I think that would be so interesting to me. They need to do a thing. Um, you know, like that show, How It's Made, on like History Channel, where they, they take the most mundane shit and they describe how it's made. Like it could be... Uh, f- how, how to make a padlock. And it's interesting. That would be the highest rated show ever. That would beat out MASH if they did how it's made penis to vagina. I'd be really interested to seeing that. Uh, NW980 says, do you really think it's interesting or do you just want fodder for more sex streams? Look, I've made this very clear that in my conscious state, I am not gay. When I am dreaming, I think I'm 48% homo. I really do. But when I am awake, it's all about it's 100% female. Been very upfront with you. So, you know, don't try to incorporate my uh conscious life to sexuality. Chris says, yes, we need Mike Rowe to show us how it's done. Who cut the cheese writes. I believe I heard that trans women can indeed get pounded in their new vagina. (laughs) Yeah, I look, I'll go so far as to say, I would be very interested to seeing a porno where that happens. I just had a horrible realization that my daughter listens to these shows. Jackie. Jackie, I don't ever, you better not breathe a word of any of this stupidity. Keep it to yourself, young lady. That cannot happen. Maureen adds, yes, but can they produce vag slime? That I don't know. That's a great question. One that Mike Rowe could offer some insight to. On that episode of Dirty Jobs, VAG Construction. I do not know. That is a wonderful question. We need to do ask a uh, person post-transgender. So if we had the if we were blessed enough to have a person, a transgender person who has changed their gender completely and it's all in the rear view mirror, it's done. Okay? We need to full on Breakdown of the genitals. Kenny Eds, what about menstruation? Can they get pregnant? How far for these operations really go? Inquiring minds. Why? yeah, I know. I would love that. I would love to get a uh, you know if we got to the point where they could actually create a womb and uh, a a uh, all the tools necessary for menstruation. I want to see it. I would love to see that menstruation. That's what we need. We need that. In reality, I don't think we need any of it. Blue State Rob says transgender people cannot get pregnant for now. For now. It's coming. It's coming. We can. Th- we'll have to 3D print a ute. I'm all about it. I might become a woman at some point, guys. Bears can smell the menstruation. That was. Uh, what was that Anchorman? <clears throat> all right. That concludes the topic of the Arkansas trans fight. Um, I was checking out my friends at M37 Hackers. And my gosh, business is booming over there. In beautiful Middleville, well worth the trip to rent one of their golf simulator bays. This is what you do. You walk in there with your clubs over your shoulder and you're uh, pulling one of those coolers on wheels. And then your bro friends line up And then for a couple hours, you golf the greatest courses in America. And the world, I should say. Reach out to my friends at M37Hackers for more information. 269-205-2095. They have tournaments all the time there. You can sign up to be a member, which gets you access to the bays for a uh, reduced cost. Uh, entry into the contests and the uh, tournaments that they have with uh, cash prizes on these things. So if you can golf, this is what you do. You go to M- Even if you can't golf, you go to M37Hackers. If You just want to work on your game, okay. Um, you take a shot. Wow, I'm still slicing the ball. What am I doing? You hit the close-up view, and it shows your club face hitting the ball. And what you need to do to correct your shot. You will improve your golf game. If you practice at M37 Hackers in Middleville, Michigan, call to uh, rent 269 205 2095. That's 269 205 2095. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Uh, They are awesome. 231-332-6505. For the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Anywhere in the U.S., call when you're ready to get pre-approved for your mortgage. 231-332-6505 thousands of satisfied customers across the united states reach out when you're ready to start this process could be a 15-year fix 30-year fixed. could be a refi little money from your home to pay off credit card bills 231-332-6505 for the mario flores lakeshore team of van dyke mortgage health news actually more health news Because what I was just talking about was uh, health news. Before I get to that, though. NW980 says, quote, dear I Heart, I heard a man that you had on the air saying he wants to see transgender menstruation on his podcast. He needs to be removed immediately. Thank you. <laughs> Concerning M37 hackers. Kyler writes, I got my ass whooped on Augusta. Those greens were no joke. I'm glad you played. Ryan says, I just started laughing to myself that Mufftat Dog Bitch was part of a listener complaint email. Yeah, I think Mufftat Dog Bitch is still in jail. By the way, it breaks my heart. Several of her dogs that she had that uh, they rescued the various uh, agencies have died. And that's horrible. Uh, moving on, though. You remember when, um, in the 1980s, when the story of HIV and AIDS was uh, captivating the world? You get HIV, you're going to die. In recent years, the amount of uh, progress they've made with that has made that not so. If you are are diagnosed with HIV, they have the ability now, if you catch it early enough, to um, basically put out the fire and make HIV levels undetectable so that you can live a normal life. And I still maintain that they've done a horrible job in making that clear because it's kind of like all of a sudden people weren't dying anymore and there was like no story behind it. Unless I missed, I wasn't like paying attention to the news that day. Every time I see this story manifest, I'm I'm quick to jump on it like this one. A fifth person has actually been cured of HIV. I mean, what I talked about a second ago was uh, medicines to soften its effect on the immune system, keep it at an undetectable level. So that does not destroy your immune system, which would then lead to full blown AIDS. And then a cold kills you or the flu or pneumonia. Um, this is different. This is actual cured of HIV. Researchers from Germany say a fifth person has been cured of HIV following a stem cell transplant that was performed after after several rounds of chemotherapy. This is the fifth now known case of HIV being cured in an individual. My God, I remember back in the 80s. It was like, holy shit. Horrible. Uh, In the study published in the Nature Science Journal, German researchers detailed the case of a 53-year-old patient who was diagnosed with the HIV in 08. After the diagnosis, the patient was placed on antiretroviral therapy, ART, which suppressed the viral load within their system. We've talked about that. Uh, Then the patient was enrolled in a STEM program which explores potential HIV cures requiring stem cell transplants. So I think that involves, um, like a injection, a, uh, a liquid type of injection into your body where then that would, um, kind of like uh, set up shop in your bone marrow. I think that has something to do with it. To help your immune system, the patient was diagnosed with acute myeloid leukemia three years after being diagnosed with HIV. HIV, HIV. Remission of their cancer was achieved through an initial round of chemotherapy, was followed by a relapse shortly after. During the patient's treatment for the cancer, they got a stem cell transplant from a female donor who then who matched. This transplant occurred two years after, so that is rough. They got HIV. And then they got uh, leukemia. So they treat the leukemia. During the treatment of the leukemia, they introduced a stem cell transplant. The female donor had a mutation that is believed to confer resistance to HIV infection. They continued the ART treatment for cancer and HIV levels. And they largely remained undetectable in the patient. And then testing of the patient following treatment was unable to find traces of virus. So this was by accident that they basically were able to do this. Which I hear a lot of the times, that's how great science discoveries are made by like, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you got uh, chocolate in my in my peanut butter. You got peanut butter in my chocolate. Oh my God, it, they taste great together. Uh, that that kind of might... I don't think it was that simple, but I, that's what I'm thinking might have happened here. Um, there you go. Timothy Ray Brown was the first patient believed to be cured of HIV, received the same type of transplant as the Dusseldorf patient in '07 to treat his leukemia. Well, why don't they take all of this and create a pharmaceutical protocol uh uh, based on this and then start to uh you know disseminate it to the world that you that would make sense wouldn't it why what the fuck you waiting for you know by the way you got to see the film dallas buyers club i mentioned this the other day too it's a great movie mcconaughey at his best jesus This article also details how two other cases of HIV being cured are believed to have occurred. I'm sorry, damn it, I can't read today. Believed to have occurred when the two patients' immune systems eliminated the virus without treatment, a rare phenomenon that researchers have not yet been able to fully explain. I should be reading on the next paragraph of this article that major study groups have uh, paid these two people that their, their bodies eliminated the virus without treatment. They should be paid like $10 million each to be guinea pigs, you know? And then find out what happened there. That's how you would end the disease. You got two great opportunities here. What the fuck are you waiting for? So you basically got two people that their bodies disposed of it on its own. And then others who by accident were cured of it. Why not take all of that and add these to your toolbox and start to process it so that the rest of the world can take advantage of these things? All it says is the findings of this study are promising for future HIV treatment. Well, yeah, they're cured, assholes. Researchers noted that this type of stem cell transplant is neither a low risk nor an easily scalable procedure. Well, who cares? I mean, that, that's that, I, add a little can-do attitude here. During the course of such treatment, the patient's immune system is destroyed and replaced through the transplant. Well, yeah, that's what happens in all transplants. The mutation that protects against HIV infection is rare, detected only in a small percentage of people in North of, Euro, of Northern European descent. So the two that, well, okay, great. Get their fucking genetic makeup and recreate it. CRISPR, dumb motherfucker. Why am I explaining this to you? And then the idea of immune systems destroyed during a transplant. Yeah, my pal Jeffrey's immune system was was destroyed. That's how it works. Because otherwise the immune system attacks the organ. I should not be explaining this to you fucking morons. Get your shit together and cure AIDS. Jesus. Stevie says on its own or with medications. No, those people, their bodies, those two, those Northern Europeans, uh, cured themselves, which is remarkable. All right. I got to pee again. Yeah, I have to pee again. I'll be back. I can't even concentrate when I got to (laughs) pee. Sam the Jew with the conspiracy theory comment. There is more money to be made in treatments versus a cure. I've never believed that. I think you just pulled that out of your ass. All right. Where are we? Nick Cannon's plan to repopulate the planet. Oh, oh, my God. Okay. My opinion of Nick Cannon has changed. I am Team Nick Cannon. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing an amazing job. In fact, I'm slightly disappointed because it's been weeks since I've heard about the arrival of another child. Have you ever seen a picture of Nick Cannon uh, with anything but a smile on his face? No. No. That's because he's doing the Lord's work. Have you seen an image of any of the women that he's had babies with where they seem like they are unhappy? No. They are in full support and they love him dearly. This man might be the most loving person on the planet. He treats his women so well that they do not care that they are one of six birthing 12 children. That's where we stand right now. The tote board shows 12 chi- uh, children from six women, all under the age of 11. No lie. Again, I need to look at the net worth. You know, I don't want these kids. Okay, $20 million. You might think, oh, that's an inexhaustible amount of money. That is not true at all. I was just doing the math on uh, Madison. She is wrapping up her second year of college. Uh, She is all paid for for those two years. It's done. And so far, the amount of money that uh, I wrote it down that we have paid for two years of college is $73,000 for two years. And that's with help. She got a scholarship. So we're probably closer to $200,000 for two years of school. No joke. So let's just say for Cannon's kids, if they all go to college, half a million dollars. That's $6 million right there for just the schooling. I think his philosophy is... Uh, I'm just going to have all these kids and do what the the Lord tells me to do. As I say this, Sam says, should have started at GRCC. Maureen says, community college to start is wise. No, it's not. Not wise at all. That's a horrible decision. Because when that was suggested, the blowback I got from the Madison-Diana-Wonder Twins uh, 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 powers conjoining to attack me was too much. I almost lost my entire family over that suggestion. It is not worth it. Because everybody knows that whoever goes to community college is a shithead. The only people who go to community college are losers who only want basically two years of education. Sam says the line that I heard, people will think we're poor. Maureen says, my husband said they need the experience of campus life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's what I heard, too. And after getting the shit beat out of me for about 36 straight hours, I said, oh, oh, my God. I can't believe I even thought that I'm so stupid. No, boy, I, am I'm glad that you guys set the record straight so that I could, uh, 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 you know, agree with you. (laughs) Yes. I realize I'm calling everyone a loser. That's what I love about you guys. You know what's real and what's not. Brandis says, my daughter's at community for two years, then transferring to Colorado State for a billion dollars a semester. Yeah, it's coming. I'm thinking about selling my semen in upcoming semesters. Nick says, overrated. Experience comes from on the job. Four year apprenticeship. I came out two hundred thousand dollars ahead. Oh yeah, absolutely. I know that. But my daughter doesn't want to be a an electrician. She wants to be a, a forensic psychiatrist. That that that's uh that's not like an apprenticeship, okay? Madison is gonna be the one. That when the serial killer says, "Um, yeah, I'm insane, I'm pleading insanity. She sits down with that lunatic for three hours and does a forensic psychological evaluation and then gives her uh, professional opinion. And you don't get that from going to fuckface high school with cigarettes, community college. You know what you losers get when you go to community college? The ability to cut hair. So shut up. All right. Aram says if she's going to be a psychiatrist, she will need to go to medical school. Oh, I know. Believe me, this is a drop in the bucket. Hoping for more Patreon subscribers. Either that or take a bunch of loans and have Joe Biden or whoever is in office uh, say, hey, school's free now. My God. All right, where was I? What was I even fucking talking about? Oh, yeah. Nick Cannon's plan to repopulate the planet. Again, I'm Team Cannon. And Cannon is 42 years old now. And, uh, I mean, he has guidance. Baby Jesus, he now says, is going to tell him when to stop having kids. I mean, for half of the country, that should make all of the evangelists and the, uh, and the Biden or the uh, Trump enthusiasts saying, yeah, we're with you. We know that Donald Trump is a religious man. And he is on the same wavelength as baby Jesus. So we love you, Nick Cannon, despite the fact that you're black. Fatherhood for Cannon is something he takes seriously, according to this article. Everybody thinks it's time management. It's energy management, he told Entertainment Tonight, of how he manages being a father to a dozen kids. Now, he's not really being a father. You know, he's just driving by and saying, hey, I'm here, good to see you, love you, and then takes off. It's not like he's doing anything with these kids. They're probably all going to change their gender anyway. Nick says, as long as we're all on the same page and we all got the same goal to be the best parents we can possibly be, that works, he explained. And then if it's the scheduling, it's the scheduling. So that's weird. He's talking about how scheduling time with the kids. I don't know how he's able to do that. I don't know how he can get a balance there. If you have 12 kids, there is no balance. All you say is that you have a balance. And then you don't. And then you don't do anything with them. Fuck them. Just go have more. Uh, When asked if he's done having children, he responded, God decides when we're done. So that tells me many, many more. Okay. No condoms. No pull-out method. Just jam and batch. And then she gets pregnant, she gets pregnant. This guy is living a biblical life. And we need to recognize that and not shame him anymore. He welcomed his 12th child in December, a daughter named Halo Marie with Alyssa Scott. The couple is also parents to son Zen, who unfortunately that child died in December of 21 at five months old. That's horrible. He has two kids with Mariah Carey. They are Moroccan and Monroe, Moroccan Carey and Monroe carry. I don't know what name they use. Car- Carrie cannon, huh? Three with Brittany bell, which are golden. It says S A G O N. Does that mean Saigon? But it's missing an I. Also uh, another child named powerful queen and another one named rise Messiah. So those are some fucked up names there. Golden Saigon, Powerful Queen, and Rise Messiah. Three children with Abby, Abby De La Rosa. One of the children's name is Zion Mixolidean, which sounds like a medicine you use to make your dick stiff. Zion Mixolidean Mixolidean. Another child's name is Zillion Air, H-E-I-R, Zillion Air. And then there's a child, I'm not making this up, named Beautiful Zeppelin. He has one child with Bree TC named Legendary Love. That's like uh, Simonson's kid. Simonson has a kid named Legend. And this child's name is Legendary Love. And he has one child with Lanisha Cole named Onyx Ice. Although he plans to extend his family, uh, although his plans to extend his family are with God, Canada admits, I've got my hands full. I'm so focused and I'm locked in before adding, you know what? When I'm 85, you never know. I might. And let's hope he does. This is an unbelievable story and we need to protect this man. And, uh, well, He needs to have sex with more women. Who cares if he's acting like a father or not? Cannon has been transparent uh, about the financial responsibilities of being a parent to so many children. Last year, a report from The Sun claimed that Cannon nearly paid $3 million a year in child support. However, the musician and actor told the neighborhood talk that the actual number is much larger. I definitely spend a lot more than that on my children annually, he said. All right. Well, whatever. Keep it up. Um, He also has a candy store and an arcade. How'd you like to be uh, uh, like a lady in Nick Cannon's arcade? You know, I can just picture like a game where a hot chick is standing on one of those games. It's like dance dance revolution or whatever. When you put your feet on the thing, except all you do is stand there with a wide stance and a, and a, uh, facsimile of Nick Cannon's dick goes right up, right up there, right up there. It's called the, uh, uh, Nick Cannon impregnator game. What a stupid thing. Jesse says, I'd be the guy that my name is legendary love, but I go by George my entire life. Isn't that one a Mountain Dew flavor? says Chris. Maine, Chris, decide describes those as all porno names. Sam says the game would be Nick Cannon's Smash and Batch Challenge. Nikki says the more you talk about him, the more I dislike him. So disgusting. Well, now hold on here. A little bit of judgment coming in here. What is wrong with that? Nowadays, people have um, children out of wedlock all the time. And these women love Nick and and he's paying. He is uh, not like, um, uh, you know, a deadbeat dad. He's taking care of all of these children. So I think that you all are very jealous of this fertile man and Frankly, it's a little off-putting that you would be disgusted with that. Kenny says, (laughs) Hey, mate, I'm sure he's the greatest dad ever. All right. Maureen says he's setting a terrible example for all of them because let's say he has 20 kids and each of those 20 kids... Has 20 kids. What's that? What's that? 400? That means Nick Cannon would have 400 uh, grandkids. That is biblical. You ever uh, read that in the Bible? Like there's so-and-so and and he had 69 kids. (laughs) I'm all about it. Patreon comes up in a little bit. Thank you so much. If you're already there, if you're not, what are you waiting for? Get on Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I think my t-shirts are still on sale. If they are, you're getting them for a damn bargain basement price. I I made two bucks the other day. Somebody, someone bought a couple t-shirts yesterday. I think Nikki for sure bought the one with the pets on it. Thank you for that. Oh no, the price went, no, is it? No, they're back up to the normal price of twenty-two dollars. But legit, like I make a dollar to Free shipping if you buy enough t-shirts that the order is over eighty bucks. So if you buy four, the shipping is free, and that's good because the shipping is ridiculous. I think it's like ten bucks if you buy one. So a twenty-two dollar t-shirt becomes a thirty-two dollar t-shirt. So if you buy a batch for a year of fresh T-shirts or hoodies, uh, buy them in bulk, and then you get no, um, what do you call it? No shipping cost. Uh, Yeah, Nikki bought a T-shirt and a coffee mug. Thank you. I appreciate you. That's the first one I've sold since like 2021. Everybody bought a bunch and then everything. All right, that's enough. You mean to tell me that the other ones didn't wear out? A lot of them were uh, former Zaniacs. And uh, they they would mail them back to me or burn them or something like that. So Those people bought t-shirts and they, I don't think they're going to buy anymore though. I'm pretty sure that they're not going to do Hang on. Daisy, honey, quit. Uh, Thank you to the Kent County Health Department. All right, this might not be for you, but it might be someone you know or love. The Kent County Health Department is trying to spread the word to the community about how important being involved in the WIC program can be for you. If you're having a hard time making ends meet or someone you know or love is point them in the direction of the Kent County health department or your respective County, wherever you live, the WIC program allows people to have a supply of food each month that they do not pay for. Uh, They're also provided with all sorts of support materials to help them make appropriate food decisions when it comes to making food. Uh, A lot of the issue is people just don't know how to prepare food. And they're likely to spend their money, the little that they have, on food that's not worth it. Fast food. Nutritionally defunct foods. Kent County Health Department wants to ensure that people are fed appropriately. They have a phone number, call 616 632 7200 or find them online at accesskent.com/slash health. Blue Frost IT. If your business is set to improve your tech uh, before you do anything, before you spend your money, get a complimentary consultation from Blue Frost IT. 616 They'll tell you exactly what you need to make your purchase so that you don't buy too much, too little, or the wrong thing. They're going to help you after you make your purchase, whatever it is you get, help you set it up, uh, get your network running. Let's say you're moving uh, offices or you're starting over. You've just new construction. You got to have the right amount of infrastructure in the walls, wall drops, things like that. Blue Frost IT does that with project work. They can also be the managed IT service provider for your business. Get more information at bluefrostit.net, I'm sorry, .com, or call them at 616 285 And batting last in the lineup today, Sarah Honda Granville. Find them in Granville, Michigan, along Kenowa Avenue, just north of 44th. The number one Honda dealer in the entire state of Michigan is right here. S-E-R-R-A, Sarah, Honda, Granville.com. Test drive a new Honda today. Yesterday's asshole of the day was Scott Adams from Dilbert fame. I still cannot believe that. What a fucking moron. Today, do you have a nomination for asshole of the day? Um Blue State Rob says asshole of the day for triggering Kenny. I did not know that I did that. Cole says asshole of the day community college losers. Nikki says are you allowed to ask meathead a question if you've already asked one? Oh, I encourage that. Please send it, eric at com. Dear Meathead, tomorrow. Uh, let's see. A lot of Nick Cannons. All right. NFK with tooth problems. Yesterday, I was paralyzed. Um, the follow... Okay. Uh, the person who sent me the hate email who did not like me being on wood radio so the wood listener w-o-o-d listener who hated on me for i don't know reading the sportscast you fucking asshole that is your tc paintball asshole of the day and that's it we're done i appreciate you so much and i'll talk to you down the road Have a good one, folks. Bye-bye.